Hi, everybody. It's your least favorite WattsCast host. I wanted to jump in here really quick before I got this episode started with an apology. Uh, this episode is was recorded probably like five or six weeks ago, and I am just getting it up, and that is 100% my fault. I've started a new job, and life's been kind of crazy lately. Uh, so even though this is 100% my fault, I do wholly invite you to blame Shane for this issue. Thanks and enjoy. Hi, Shane. Hey, what's up, JC? Hey, check it out. I had this really great idea. Okay. So I was really tired of getting punched to death by things on the ground, like, you know, Squigasaurs or Gasgall or Broodlords or, I don't know, anything else that sucks and that's on the ground. So I decided I'm going to try planes. And I think you should try planes, too. I think I'd rather get cancer first, but go ahead. Well, what if I told you that with planes, you could bomb the cancer? <laughs> um, no, no, I don't think that's how that works. Okay, but okay, so maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um, but what if you could bomb like monsters or named orcs who I'm afraid the name because I don't want game work games workshop to sue me. Um. I would much rather punch planes. So, okay. So, but like, what if it doesn't work the first time? You take a second one, and that one might do it. And I'll take another thing to punch that plane. But that's the point of the planes. There is no punching. I will punch them in the air like the goddamn pieces of shit in the sky they are. Oh. back uh after i think a less long break than our last episode but definitely not as short as the first two but hey we're here uh it's another episode of the watts hammer watts cast you've got i'm here i am jc and tonight we also have Jane. yeah i'm still that other guy and we're here to force our warhammer opinions on your ears all beautiful 13 viewers we have uh uh, I'm going to assume, because we're basically famous at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been, a, it's been a crazy, crazy couple weeks uh, since we've last recorded. Uh, we've missed a couple of recording sessions, and they are, it has been entirely my fault every time. So shout out to Tequila and New Appointment. Um, so what have you been up to, Shane? What's your, uh, what's your hobby been like? Any, uh, anything else interesting going on? Well, we've been playing a bunch of events lately, and uh, I've been scooping up some of the new orc stuff, because apparently orcs are my jam again. Well, there you go. You were running orcs at the very beginning in ninth, and you had some success with them, so that's always exciting. Yep. What have you been up to, JC? Oh, wow. Hey, great. Thanks, Shane. Um, I have been building like a crackhead. Uh, I decided to buy some Gene Stealer Cult a while ago, along with Tyranids, because I hate myself. Yeah, definitely. Love... Definitely hate yourself. And shame. There's, shame. I, it's a labor of love, man. Those models are amazing. Um, so I'm sitting here staring at a kid of, of jackals, and I, just I, was tell, I told myself that I'd probably get them built while we record tonight, but I'm having... I, there's no way I'm going to focus on that. Uh, but yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, Built some more Tyranids, and I discovered magnets, Shane. Um, and my God, they're magnificent. Um, I, played, I played a tournament this weekend and broke zero models on the way there and back. And that box almost fell on you like seven times in the backseat of my car. That's true. I did have my life flash before my eyes at least once. I, I bet that, that's people. It's okay. Um, yeah, um, and... So as I mentioned, oh, uh, other fun note, 
I am like 75% of the way through War- uh, Warriors of Ultramar. It's the second Uriel Ventures book. Dude, I don't know if you've read those before, but they're really good. Like, I can't stop listening to these books. Yeah, I still need to read them. I haven't um, yet. But it's on yeah, my list. So, huh? Did they tell you about it? It's on my list. It's on your list. They're, um, yeah, they're really cool, man. Because, like, you know, when I first got into the hobby, everybody kind of dunked on Ultramarines. Because they're like the face of the franchise, but like they're really cool. I mean, I'm only I'm one and three quarters books through, but I like I bought a Uriel Ventress model. And I wanted to build fourth company Ultramarines eventually because like they're really good. I mean, uh, the reason why people dunk on Ultramarines is because they're the basic bitch of all Marines. I guess like I think they just had a like a a reputation of being like goody two shoes. Um, but the books kind of, you know what I mean? They, they put a little bit of character into them other than like the Codex of Stardy says, 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 I don't know at all. Um, the Codex of Stardy does say, it, and you know what it does say. Um, <laughs> but you know, that one of the main characters is like my favorite thing in 40k and 30k lore. Um, I love a book with a good ship captain in it. And let me tell you something, the captain of Ventress's ship, that's a bad man. I like him a lot. Probably um, still not as cool as the ship captain for the World Eaters ship. Uh, the chick who pilots the Conqueror? No, that's a bad woman. She's um, literally the baddest bitch in 40k. Oh, have you been watching, um, have you watched any of the, the Warhammer Plus stuff? Watched some of the like beginning stuff. I haven't caught up on what's come out yet, though. Oh my god, that ship! The ship captain and Angels of Death is so cool. Uh, so I highly recommend it to you. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything because I do want to. I, I would love to talk to you about it, but I want you to get caught up without me spoiling anything. Um, that. But it's incredible. It is so good. If you're listening to this, stop complaining. GW took down the YouTube channels. It sucks, but. Oh my god, and this is the content we're going to get from them hiring all those content creators, so be it. Whatever. <laughs> um, dude, it's... It, I like it's. I almost want to not watch Angels of Death for the next five weeks so I can binge it because I can't stand waiting every week. Uh, it's that good. Like, And I don't get worked up about TV shows. Um, yeah. So that's me on my soapbox about 40, 40k media. Um, so yeah, you've been playing in some events. Uh, I've played in a couple events. Um, did you? Well, you only played last weekend, right? I played last weekend, and oh no, you're right. It was just last weekend. It was like an event like three weeks ago or something. I thought you TO'd that. Well, so I TO'd the Goonhammer Open, and I TO'd the event at um, TNT. But I had an RTT that I played like before that. I think. I Fuck, I'm all fucked up. I don't know what's going on anymore. I need an adult. It's been crazy. Um, yeah, so the I played the aforementioned TNT RTT uh, that you, you ran. Um, I've been running um, my AdMeg. I've been doing four planes, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I think five of my six games I've played, I've tabled my opponent. Um which is led for honestly, it's led to a couple bit of feel bads, but it's kind of fun to zoom the planes around. And it makes the games a lot shorter and a lot easier to play, so I don't have to manage a whole bunch of shit. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm not really gonna hit on that tournament. I went two and one, um, and then Shane and I went to the um, RTT last weekend up in Born to Game uh, in Middletown, Delaware. Where a great mutual friend of us both, Chris Holdridge, ran one of, yet another one of his monthly events. Um, I brought my admin, Shane brought his orcs, and naturally, round one, Shane, why don't you tell me who you played? Oh, I got matched into this um, this guy playing admin. I think his name was JC. Boy, did you! <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got we got paired round one naturally because I can't escape you. Uh, no matter. No matter where, every time that you and I play an event, it's like a eighty percent chance you're gonna you and I will play. Yeah, true. Uh, but Shane, why don't you? Uh, I'll chip in here and there, but why don't you tell us about the game? Okay. Um, we played oh. Battle Lines. 
And hold on, you know what? Hold on, this is my uh, fault. No. Let's pause. Why don't we talk about the lists that we brought to this event very quickly, um, sure. just so people know what we're talking about. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Um, so I'm running Mars. Bought huge, you know, gigantic uh, shock to everybody. Um, got a Manipulus. Uh, my Manipulus, I paid a command point to buy the Sonic Reaper for, the Relic. Um, that thing is worth its weight in gold, and once it's once a tournament, it does something epic to uh, earn it, earn, earn me taking it. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's a flamer, strength five, AP two, two damage, and fives and sixes do two mortal wounds on top. Uh, so it uh, it can cause some major ouchies. Um, I brought a marshal because I had to, because you know it's ad mech, and if you don't take marshals, you're just wrong. Um, took thirty rangers, took ten vanguard. I took 15 infiltrators. I uh, had a 10-man squad with the um, the taser zappy relic that makes me fight last. Uh, I brought three two-man chicken squads because I'm a you know a dredge on society and like my last cannons. And I brought my I, I bring a nine-man unit of Cerberus Raiders. Uh, they're like my favorite unit. They are hysterical. They're really fast, and if I go first, I I can move 30 inches and light turn uh, Wrath of Mars and light up any character. Uh, they're really good at killing characters. Um, and then, yeah, I brought uh, four planes, right? So, as the previous mentioned, I brought two bombers, uh, two Stratoraptors. Uh, I bought chaff launchers on them all because negative one damage is real good. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, I'm playing all Goth orcs led by Gaz because that is the way. Uh, I have Beast Bosses, Gwigasar, with Brutable Cunning and Beast Side Mantle because it's so P. Uh, I have 50 Beast Naga Boys. That's five squads of 10. I have three trucks, two kill rigs, uh, a squad of four war bikers with Big Chop on the knob, a squad of five war bikers with Big Chop on the knob. That's it. Simple. Cool. But yeah, now I can talk about the Battle Lines game we played, right? Right? We did. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so we played Battle Lines, and I went first, and I proceeded to play the Zoom Zoom game, because everything's in transports. Um, so I yeeted across the table, I blew up a plane, and then JC was like, hey, I don't like that, and like started killing my stuff back, and then I started killing his stuff back, and realized that now... After he starts killing off the kill rigs, the only thing that I have that really is good at dealing with the plane, that I don't really have an answer to planes. So I said, oh, you know what? I'm just going to murder everything you have on the ground. And that's what happened. And then I got bombed to death because planes are still alive. And there's just, kind of, just kind of orcs just sitting on the objectives, waving as Admech planes drive by and napalm them into, out of existence. It was um that was actually one of one of my favorite games you and I have played, um because I feel like it's closer than the end score would have showed because it was the the first turn or two I didn't really know what was going to happen so yeah you went first you blew up one of my planes which is which is you know big sad right <laughs> dude everybody everybody mourns the loss of an Admech plane um and then boy oh boy did uh. All, my remaining 10 last cannons not do anything that turn. Um, that was quite incredible. I, um, because Shane went first, I used my doctrines and my canicles to protect myself. So I did plus one armor and plus one, uh, plus one of my armor save and like cover to the boys. Um, and it did help. It did preserve me. I appreciate it saved one of my planes from a horrific brain death via uh, kill rig. Um, but boy, oh boy, I didn't really kill anything that turn. I, in the end, you know, it's definitely what you know cost me the game, right? Probably that one. Um, but I, uh, I like to, th I, I like to think that I, uh, you know, I made a showing of myself. Um, I mean, you tabled me, so yeah. I did. Um, it's kind of funny. It's going to be a spoiler alert, kind of a reoccurring theme uh, for the you know, for, for me for the rest of this event. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it wound up being like 86 to 37 or something like that. It was, it was a uh, pretty rough, um, but it was, it was a fun man. Like it was a, um, it was very, you know, we were both, I think we both worked really hard. We were both spent a lot of time trying to focus as much as we can to make effort or to make, to make the best plays and everything like that. Um, and I had that little two man infiltrator squad that just kind of kept trolling your your beast snaggers for a little bit. Yeah, the two man infiltrator unit that would have been dead if you hadn't used this defensive boost because they were yes. getting run over by a kill rig with full rerolls. That is true. <laughs> um, well, no, because they were all five of involved regardless. Um, but I digress. Um, Highlighted that game for me was said mentioned pre, uh, previously mentioned Sonic Reaper killed a kill ring in Overwatch, which was hysterical. Um, so eleven out of ten worth. It was definitely funny for you. Um, yeah. Was, uh, oh fuck! I forgot about that moment for me. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I, I try to forget that I only scored thirty points that game. <laughs> uh, so um, obviously Shane entered the winners bracket and I entered the losers bracket. Shane, why don't you, uh, let's uh, get a recap of your next two. Sure. Uh, so round two, I played Ben's Necrons. He was running uh, a Satan base list with a Deceiver, a Nightbringer, and a Vault. Uh, <laughs> I love that list. I was just like, I looked at that and I was like, I don't even know how this is going to go. I have no idea. And I'm like, it's all monsters and like vehicles and shit, so I guess at least I get the Beast Nagabosuses, but question mark? Yeah. Um, but the thing that was really comical was when I took my turn one shooting phase and I realized I could see the vault over the top of the L. And oh. I just, I just like, was like, wait a second. I can, I can see that. What? <laughs> uh, so I ended up getting the forward pressure real early in this game with Ben and he kind of yeeted his, uh, Nightbringer and Deceiver into me like right away which i thought was kind of a mistake which is something i mentioned to him afterwards uh i thought he should have played a little more cagey with them because basically as soon as they were into me i was like well now i can hit you in the psychic phase in the shooting phase and in melee and that's how you lose good hands in the turn yep that you did uh so i just kind of ran him over uh because he couldn't he couldn't stop the weight of bodies and i murdered the satan that mattered I actually think I picked up all three Satan in turn two. Oh my god, you killed the vault too? Yeah. Beast. I hit it with 20 B Snaga boys. I guess that'll do it. <laughs> um, And then my game three was against Piper with T-Suns. And again, I had no idea how this would go because it's brand new T-Suns. I know they got all sorts of crazy new power stuff. And I kind of learned how it worked uh, with them during the game because I was kind of reading... And I just was, like, learning it as it went, which was cool, because now I kind of know how T-Suns function. Um, and this was kind of similar in the way that uh, he just didn't quite have enough umph to to blunt me. Um, and I just kind of ran him over. Um, so... What did his list look like? He was running a Demon Prince, Armon, an Exalted Sorcerer, a regular Sorcerer, a 10-man rubric squad with flamers, two five-man five rubric squads with soul reapers, uh, two five-man scarab squads with soul reaper, uh, two enlightened squads that were six-model enlightened squads, which is interesting, because I figured you'd go minimum on that, but yeah. Oh, and they had bows, too, so it was like, well, they can shoot the beast boss then? Question mark. Uh-oh. Um, but... He, you know, moved on to the objectives. We're playing priority target, I think. So he yeah, so, so yeah, round round two was sleeping clear. Uh, the the dark, you know, the space marine dark angel statement. Right? Uh, <laughs> and round three was yes, uh, priority target the three fifteen points mission. Yeah, so he moved on to like the two side objectives because you know you have the t one in each player's deployment zone, one in the middle, yeah. and two on the sides. And he like tapped. You know, both of them at the very edges, so that way he wasn't like all the way on them, so I, he wouldn't be too close. But unfortunately, that was still too close. Oh, crap. Um, and I made sure I put like trucks in the front and uh, 
war bikes right behind them, so that way any smites would go into trucks and then war bikes, if, assuming that you know everything else died or whatever. That way it wouldn't actually get to Gaz or the kill rigs. <laughs> and basically the kill rigs ran roughshod over like everything. Do the uh, the kill rigs have denies? Yes, they do. They have two casts and one deny. Two casts and one deny. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so it was like, uh, you know, my turn too. I basically had almost his entire army engaged in combat. Yikes! Yeah, it was kind of that's a huge yikes. Yeah, and then so he had his scarabs in reserve. So his turn too, they came down, and then my turn to a kill rig went to each squad. And basically deleted a squad of of scarab terminators. He should have brought more. He should have brought more uh more sonic creepers. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of bonkers. NLG pro tips from JC. Always bring Sonic Creeper. <laughs> Dude, I will literally deny myself like something that makes sense to make sure Sonic Creepers on my list if I have to. I don't care. <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta bring the stuff that you like, right? And every once in a while, where that thing spikes, dude, and it's just like I killed Bellacore with that freaking gun, like Bellacore, the big bad man himself. Like it's just, whew. yeah. Um, so me and my, me living in the losers bracket, um, I got paired round two with uh, a f- mutual friend of ours and a teammate of mine, Mike. Um. Mike's somebody who I've been playing 40k with forever, so literally since I started playing. Uh, if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that uh, he hurt me good at ACL with that goddamn Catan list. Um, but that was not the case today. Um, so Mike was running Grey Knights. Uh, he's had Grey Knights forever, uh, and he, he really enjoys bringing them out sometimes. So he brought them out with the new book. He had Two Grandmaster Dread Knights. Uh, one of them had that dumbass, if you shoot me, I can run away relic, uh, which I really didn't enjoy. Can gotcha. Um, yeah, like 15 strikes, uh, 30 Inceptors, and... Interceptors. Um, Another I word. Is that what they're called? Inceptors? Interceptors. Interceptors, okay. Because um, they intercept you. Um... And then he had some characters. He had the library that does like 80,000 goddamn mortal wounds. Over 9,000? Yeah. Uh, and Drago, because Drago. Um, so he went first. Uh, and I actually thought I was going to lose this game because he went first. He killed my horses, which was fine. Uh, I was sad because they didn't really do anything this meant. And they usually do a lot of work for me. Um, and then I just killed zero Dread Knights, turn one. In my clapbacks uh, with chickens and the planes. Yikes. Um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> so it was a pretty tight game. We were playing sweeping clear. Uh, he had taken direct assault, which is the mission, the mission one where you want to hold the center or your opponents. Uh, he took stranglehold, uh, which he was able to score pretty well. And then uh, I think he took a rod. Yeah, I think he, I think he took a rod. Um, but it was a bloody game, man. Um, I lost two of my planes. Um, I, I I don't even know what he does. I just know I want nothing to do with Caldor Drago. So I spent two command points that game in two turns to stasis bomb him. <laughs> so he would um, have his move in advance and charge rolls. Big uh, sad. Because no. Uh, no Drago, please. Big sad. Um, right. Um, I, I was a lot more amused by it than I think Mike was. Um, but it was um we we were making we were murdering each other really really hard really good um and then turn four i don't really know what happened because he had like 18 marines left on the board and a character and i tabled him um yeah um and he had a 10-man unit of inceptors in the middle of the board he had sanctuary up so they had a four bin bone um and yeah, he just I rolled real hot on shooting and he rolled real not on saves. Um, which yeah, he I mean, so he was tabled at the end of turn four. Um, and I which let me to you know run around and jump on objectives. So I won that game by I think it was like 88 to 76 or something like that. 
It was close. And even if I hadn't tabled him that turn, I think I may still have won, uh, but by a lot less of a margin. Um, but yeah, uh, and then turn three, I uh, played against another guy who I've played a couple times. He's, he's in the same 40K league as I am, the Ice House Warriors, uh, which is run by Sean Joint, who's the mean old man who beats up on me with, uh, dread, you know, Kasodius Dreadnought. So if you're listening to this, Sean eats shit. Um, uh, and Eric was also playing great. <laughs> he was also playing great nights. Uh, so I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Uh, but Eric brought four Dread Knights. We were playing priority, uh, priority target. Uh, and his list was four Dread Knights, a bunch of characters. Um, one of the Dread Knights is a character. Um, obviously, to respect to Roll 3. Um, and then he had like 30 Strike Marines. Uh, and I went first. And boy, um, Lash Chickens went off. Uh, this game was pretty rough. I felt pretty bad. Uh, it's so the one thing I've noticed about this list is like it can make people people feel really bad. So I'm gonna kind of I want to find a list that's good, but also doesn't make people feel bad because I don't like that. Um, because as we'll talk about in our next section, like 40k is a very especially tournaments is a very social interaction for me. So I want to make sure everybody's always having fun. Um, but uh, it was a pretty bloody game. The horses went around. I think they killed like one character. Uh, I think I, I don't think I lost a unit in this game just to kind of like get it. Like, but you know what I mean? Just to kind of go by how, it, how it goes. He may have killed the 10 man infiltrator squad. Um, but it was over in turn three. Um, it was a, like a hundred to 19 point game or something like that. It was, it was pretty bad. So Eric, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, man. You know, it was I, I after turn one, I kind of saw where it was going. So I just tried to a lot of times in games like that, I try to just kind of rip the band-aid and get it over with. Um but yeah, so I finished the I finished the day two and one. Uh thanks to my shitty round one opponent and me <laughs> only scoring like 30 points. I I you know, I I, I placed at the bottom of the two ones. Uh, and you had a pretty good. You were three zero, uh, and you t- you were what second place? Yep. So uh, maybe it looks like we maybe we've got a Shane back in the in the in the midst of things. I mean, I hope so. Question mark. Uh, yeah. So it was a good time. I picked up some. I don't even remember what the hell I bought. I bought something. Um, I know you bought a bunch of stuff to make some sick conversions. Uh, you make I need to make some pretty good ones. So I'm excited to see how they turn out. Um, what ham? On those racks for bits, you you did, um, but yeah, it was a good time. That was a fun day. Um, we went up. A uh, mutual friend of ours, Derek, rode up with Shane and I. Uh, it was his first time at that store. And he did pretty well. I think he went two at one. Yeah, he did. Um, so with his Ultramarines, which is which one best painted. So congratulations to Derek. Um, and then extradition, we went to Red Robin afterwards, where. We just so happened to interrupt Sean and his wife on a on a date. So I uh, as he ruins my life, I made sure to come over and talk to him about Warhammer uh while he was on a date with his wife. Um but you know, she was obviously cool. Uh, it was fun. Um and we <laughs> we uh we drove that poor that poor bartender server guy crazy. Um yeah, the poor guy. But he was cool, man. He probably made like forty bucks in tips off our table. So, uh, tip your servers. But yeah, that was a great time. I love the Born to Game events. If you're a listener and you're from the area, I recommend them. They're a lot of fun. Uh, Chris is a good TO. Uh, he for for the amount of nonsense that he takes place, he's a pretty no nonsense TO. So you can know you can go and expect things to go well. And we have a pretty good community there too. So there's a you know, no, no, there's a lack of unfriendly people there. Not, <laughs> that, not to say that other stores locally have unfriendly people, but it's a definitely feels like a um, his events are tend to be a little bit more, I guess, lighthearted. Um, sure. but I digress, I enjoy them. They're the first Saturday of every month at Borden Game in Middletown, Delaware. Highly recommend you could pull up BCP and you can see the uh, the event listed there. Um, yeah, so, um, 
something else I wanted to talk about today to talk about something other than, you know, how you and I did it, whatever tournament. Um, I want to talk about tournaments in general. Um, so I'll talk a little bit. Shane, you can chime in. I'll, I'll ask you questions. Um, and if you listen, feel free to interact. We now have a Facebook page. Uh, we've no got way. like 18 likes on that. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you follow that, you already know Shane and I played. Because uh, I put a picture up there with our cool, uh, nice painted armies, even though mine's not fully painted yet. Um, yeah, so, you know, we, we put a lot of effort in the, a lot of money in the buying models, effort into building them. Um, I, I put a lot of, I put a lot of the time painting my models. Uh, I know painting's not your, painting's not your, your biggest, you know, enjoyment of the hobby, but you do paint models. Um, Very rarely nowadays, yeah. And it, it all comes down to, and it all, you know, accumulates, 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 not accumulates, that sounds gross, uh, accumulates into us going out and spending our Saturdays at a game store where we're locked with a group of, you know, 20 to 30 guys or people because we would like to see, you know, more women in our, in our tournament scene um, for a full bed, right? Um, so, and you know what I said I was going to talk here, but I'm going to ask you questions first, Jane, and then we'll go <laughs> Um, So, what's your favorite part? I mean, obviously, other than playing tournaments, like what's playing? Like, what's what's your what do you get? Like, what do you get the most out of tournaments? What's your favorite part? I mean, hanging out with people. Yeah, like, right. Um, your friends, you talk shit. It's been 40k, especially playing competitively. He's been such a a great thing for me because I've met a whole bunch of people. It's how Shane and I met. Because uh, I started going to tournaments at Bella Games. Um, so I think for a long time, I avoided tournaments because of kind of the competitive 40K stigma, and it kind of spooked me. And uh, I'm glad I came around uh, to start coming out. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're not really into competitive 40K, I would suggest giving it a try because it's not tournaments. I mean, if you go to, if your first competitive events go into like ACO, you're less likely to have a good time or see what I mean something with like hundreds of people where, but like if your local game store runs tournaments, I think it's worth it, man. Like you go, you meet new people. Um, I mean, you get better at the game, which I mean, what's not enjoyable about getting better at something you do. Right. Sure. Um, so like, what do you, when you're at a table, what do you, I mean, how do you, you know what I mean? How do you behave? Like, or what's your, what do you look to, like, what do you expect from yourself at the table as an opponent? And what do you expect from your opponents? I mean, I, like, number one thing for me is having fun, period. So when I show up to the table, I want to have a good game. So I want to have fun, which means I'm, like, very laid back about it. Like, I like to play by intent. As as the, the local saying is, or not even local, just within the game. Um, and if you know I'm playing an opponent and they forget something, like do it. Like that's usually my reply is like just do it. Like go for it. Whatever. I want to have a good time. I want my opponent to have a good time, and I I want to have the best game possible. So it's exactly. like it's the gentleman's agreement thing, you know. Like you have to yeah. you have to give to get. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's definitely, I'm all about the social contract when I play as well. Um, I'm a very, I'm a very relaxed player. Um, I do, I am kind of a, I try to be kind of a chameleon to my opponent. So everybody plays 40k a little bit differently, right? Like, so when you and I play, you know, it's all dick and butt jokes (laughs) until we realize we have like 40 minutes left to play four turns and then. We can, I think, like, I think we did a pretty good job of it this last weekend where we, we kick it into, you know, where we hit, we hit business mode where we can still, you know, you know, be friendly, enjoy like goof off, like chit chat and, you know, be our doofy selves, but we also make sure we get shit done. Um, But I try to, because I want my opponents to always feel comfortable with me. So I do my very best to try to read my opponent and that's how I will try to behave if that makes sense. Sure. Um, so if I come up with somebody who's, you know, 
also chill and mellow like me. Um, you know, I'll I'll crack a couple jokes or whatever. I'll make fun of my army. I'll to make a joke about theirs, and you know, if the they also they return the vibe, we'll have a great time. Um, there's also opponents who you know they enjoy just playing, right? Like they're not go making making jokes and fucking off isn't a um, isn't really necessarily what they look for in their games, but they're still very pleasant and they'll laugh if something funny happens. Um, so if I get, you know, I've gotten people like that. I had my round one opponent tournament two weeks ago. Um, he was, it was a, you know, he was totally, it was a totally pleasant game. Uh, I made a couple jokes. He like laughed once. Uh, so I just kind of chilled and we played, you know, we played a solid game. It's actually a lot of fun. It was a good game. Um, he's a very good player. Um, but yeah, right. So you have to, you have to, you know, go with what you look with. I also try to be respectful of how my opponents are. Um, I will say this. This is uh, something that came up actually during our game. Um, if you see, it's totally fine. It's a social thing, right? You go to tournaments. I, I, at least me personally, I roll to tournaments with anywhere from like two to like 12 people in my group of friends, right? So I will bounce around and peek on games. But if there's dice actively being rolled, do not talk to people. Let them roll. Um, it's I'm a very mellow person, but if you want to make me mad, zero to sixty, interrupt me when I'm trying to listen to my opponent and roll dice. <laughs> um, I came up this last weekend; it aggravated me uh, a lot. Um, but. It's it's like, but we almost said it earlier. Like it's social contract, right? Like, don't you know? Let people let people focus on their stuff. It's totally fine if like if if Shane's moving his fifty orc boys around. Well, more likely, if I'm moving my forties Katari and all my shit around, and you want to come and bullshit with Shane, like that's one thing, right? But like when it's wog time and Chapa starts slinging, and I gotta make sure my shit doesn't die. Like I can't be rolling four to like twelve dice when I'm supposed to be rolling four. Uh, <laughs> so that actually happened. It did. Uh, but yeah. So that's it. Like it's was, tournaments. Are, and I, it's crazy to think that like four years. That's what. Oh my god! How long have you and I known each other at this point? It's been what like three years. We met in like 2018, right? A number between zero and five. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was 2018 you and I met. Um, maybe 2017 because you did show up to crit randomly that one event. But um, we, um, I've met so many people, right? And but before that, I was so scared. Like if I heard somebody was playing competitive 40k, man, I wanted nothing to do with that. Uh, I played small friendly games, what I thought were friendly games, but what turned out to basically just be my games at tournaments, right? Like so, competitive 40k isn't. The boogeyman it is right it's just bringing your toys and using them and not feeling guilty about using them you know yeah. and sometimes you still do yeah true like when you kill one i kill all four of eric's dreadites in what 1.5 turns right i feel bad and it is what but it is what it is right you bring your do you you know that could be coming when you go to a tournament because everybody gets to shit push sometimes it just happens yeah um yeah i thought uh thanks for thanks for indulging me there shane i uh i thought that'd be fun and something else i want to do with you um is there's been a lot of rumors circulating on the internet um about things that are coming um and there's been one guy who has been accurately predicting things all year uh so he called things like um plastic bellicor he called orcs um he called he called like the the beast snaggers, right? He called Black Templars getting like a book, getting an army box. And whew, I'm not gonna talk about that because a lot of those Black Templar things have aggravated me as a Salamander player. Um I mean it's not like they got better flamers than you or anything. I don't know. Or multi meltos on their repulsors. Fuck. Um, <laughs> um damn it. See, okay, look what you did. Game <laughs> You have a chapter that their thing is flamer and melta weapons. And what do I have? 
I have a shitty Revzins Culp with a pokey spear and a flamer. Cool model. And I have Adrax Agaton with his command rock, his big boop hammer, and a hand flamer. Right? That's it. And for two turns a game, I get plus one to wound with flamer and melt weapons, right? So, okay. Right? That's our thing. Let's look at the Blood Angels, who are the pretty shiny, pretty boys, shiny boys. They're vampires, but they're also crazy sometimes, and they like eat flesh and apparently become gorillas with tyranids around. Um, Giant vampire gorillas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they can take flamer, heavy flamers in their tactical squads or their devastator squads. I can't think of why on the world I would ever do that, but don't you think the chapter that lives on the volcano planet and that their whole doctrine is about fire should be able to do something like that? Nah. Okay, you're right. That's fine, right? Fuck it. We're, <laughs> not, we're not worried about firstborn marines and their their rules. It's fine, whatever. Everything's primaris now. So, you know, I'm sitting there and I, ha- I hold hope. I grasp it neat. And we're like the only chapter that used the Flamestorm months because fire. Yeah. Right. Fire. Um, and fire. then workshops like, all right, so we have the Black Templars. They're zealots. They don't like magic. They really like swords. We're going to give them a new book. So how about we uh, give them 15-inch two-damage flamers? And we also put out an exclusive upgrade frame for just them that lets them put multi melters on all their Primaris tanks. Yeah, that seems right. Fuck <laughs> you, Games Workshop. Give them bigger swords. Make their Blade Guard do three damage. I don't care. I don't care if they become the most like annoying thing in the goddamn world. But not, if every time I see somebody roll up with like a repulsor with a multi-melta on it, I'm going to want to beat my head on the corner of the table because it just makes no sense to me at all. I mean, what you got to do is if that they're playing that against you is go out of your way to make sure that it blows up in the middle of their army. Yeah, I mean, so like I have like, and I don't know, maybe you do. So and you could, I'm going to go over mine and then you can tell me if you have one. I have a 40k hit list, right? There's things I hate from my experiences playing 40k. And even though they're not very good, they're not much of a threat to me, I will do whatever I can to kill them because they've inconvenienced me a lot in the future. Number one is Nurglings. I have I hate Nurglings. They just I started playing 7th edition, they're annoying then. They're annoying now because I I started to learn how to play competitive 40k. I kept having Nurglings, bad touch on my shit, and I hated it. It made me mad. Uh, so I will kill them without any like second thought. I have chosen to shoot Castellans in their prime into squads of Nurglings as instead of like dangerous things. <laughs> uh, so fuck Nurglings. If you ever want to beat me in 40k, bring Nurglings because I'm going to put my army into them. Um, number two is Raveners. The Tyranid Raveners, right? When was the last time you saw one of those? Um, like 6th edition? A good friend of mine, Brian, plays Tyranids. It's like his main army. And when I started playing him, and I argue to this day, you, you won't see him anywhere in the rankings that Brian's one of the best 40k players I know, because he takes bad units and he makes you respect them. Because, God damn it, I will always shoot Raveners because of the things he used to do to me with Raveners. Um, but now, number three, number three, I don't know. It was, I, I don't know. There's a couple other things I just really don't like. But now number three is Black Templar's things with multi melts, dude. They actually might be number one. I don't know. We'll see how angry I get when I actually see it. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a hit list of things you want to kill immediately? I mean, I only really have one thing on there. What's that? It's planes. Oh, anyway, next topic. Um, so we've got. <laughs> so yeah, so this guy's had some leaks around, and they um. I found the new ones. So what we have is we have some some quote quote leaks from an up, supposed upcoming uh, army box and um, and the codex is associated with, and then we have um, what they're calling a a roadmap, right, for twenty twenty two and what they're planning. Um, so none of this is confirmed, right? This is all stuff that I saw on the internet, which which means it's definitely true, uh, but it's not confirmed yet. 
Uh, and I just want to hear you react, dude, because I had some pretty great reactions to this stuff when we uh when I, I first reviewed them with my friend Huna. Um okay. so and these are kind of scattered, right? So because this is on 4chan and fuck, you know, it's 4chan, right? Um so Terrible. September 2021, tell me if this sounds right to you. Uh, new Orc releases alongside a Black Templar's Omni box similar to the Sisters of Beast Snaggers boxes, containing FedEx cards, a new Crusader squad with six initiates and four neophytes, and the Emperor's Champion. Right? So that sounds right. We saw that box right on. But Orc uh, Well, we did see. We saw Orcs. We saw like the Beast Snaggers and stuff. But, but how's there going to be new Orc units? Well, I mean, technically, all those Beast Nanga stuff was new, right? That's a whole new orc line. This is like including stuff that recently happened, then. Yeah. Okay. Like, we were talking about September, which is like now, and soon can be last month. Um, he also states that saying that we could be looking at a Black Templars exclusive ancient Hellbrecht Gromadus also getting um, Primaris characters, which would be cool because, I mean, at this point, I think. If they're showing us fucking scouts and goddamn Primera scouts, like, I think we can just accept that everybody's going to either die or become a Primera Spree. Um, I mean, they showed the new Hellbrick model already. Oh, they did show the Hellbrick model. That's that's right, because that's where it's got the polishing guy that everybody really likes. (laughs) Um, Store's not even out of the orc yet. Already got to clean it. (laughs) So, um... It talks about Crusader squads, so we saw the one, right? Um, and then it talks about the, or well, it's the existing one, and then we have the one with the new models. Um, it talks about the conversion upgrade sprue. We know that that doesn't really surprise me because we have upgrade sprues for all the other Space Marine chapters. Um, and he also talks about a, a kill team box with sister neophytes and tal- new path, tal pathfinders in it. Um, which has already been revealed as well. Exactly. Um, so, so in December, they're saying that the two new codexes that they said the Imperium and Xenos one are going to be Custodes and Gene Steeler call uh, in a box set, um, similar to Hexfire and the other, you know, the other couple dual army ones. Um, and it's they're suggesting that there may be two, there there will be two new characters in the box, which would be a very GW move. Uh, a Gene Steeler called Saboteur. Uh, and a Custodes Lieutenant variant. Um, which, I don't know, I kind of don't want there to be a Custodes Lieutenant variant, just because there's, they're not, like, regiment. I don't know, I don't see them being regimented, like, you know what I mean, like Space Marines. Or- I think it's saying, like, a Lieutenant variant, as in, like, rear ones to wound, not necessarily, like, it's a Lieutenant. Uh, I also don't like that. Um, <laughs> uh, let me chime in on this box real quick. Sure. So, the forces in these boxes are generally between, like, 400 and 600 points, right? Yeah. I mean, is it going to be, like, five custode models? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what's... Yeah, exactly. So, but if you think about, like, the custodes line, I, if, I were, if I were to bet, I would say that we're going to probably see... that We would see, quote, quote, this new, this new character... Uh, a box of five guard, and then a box of terminators, or a box of, or or a kid of terminators, or a kid of wardens. Or um, they're gonna go the extra cheap ass route, and it's gonna be a box of five uh, guardians and a contemptor dreadnought, straight out of the talents of the emperor box set that they made like three years ago. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> so bad. It's gonna um, be that and the new character, Gene Sealer Cult. I mean. You know, you get what do you you do the new guy, you do some aberrants and some neophytes or something like that, right? Like an aberrants and neophytes aren't even close to enough points. It's gonna be like like sixty gene stealer cult models and like five fucking custode models. Uh I don't think I don't know. I don't know. What do I know, right? It just sounds like a really unbalanced box set, if that's true. Well, GW doesn't always have balance in mind. <laughs> I, I thought it was the most well known for being the most balanced and fair company ever ever made. Uh, I don't know what flavor of dick you've been smoking to hear that. Um so we have we have now a quote quote roadmap for the year two thousand twenty two. 
right? Um, so this is what this person is claiming to come out in the year 22, uh, 2022, not in any particular order. Um, so Tal, um, Codex with a reworked Dark Strider model, which, you know, of all the cool Tal characters, how about we make a Dark Strider model instead? Um, <laughs> we will see Chaos Space Marines come out. Um, which at first I kind of rolled my eyes because I hate Chaos Space Marines, but uh, they're they're saying that this kit will co- or this book will come alongside of new possessed models, uh, new bikers and chosen, a plastic warp smith, and then a lot of focus on the human chaos side, which is what I'm really excited about. So new cultist kits, a banner, uh, some characters, uh, and like bodyguard units. Um, I would really like to see that because we had Renegade Guard in Forge World for a long time. But CGW, like, accept it and put it as part of the Marines book. I think that'd be really exciting. I mean, just because they get new cultist models doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be, like, Renegade Guard. True. It might might just be a bunch of Marine releases, which, honestly, probably needs to be done, considering all the Chaos Space Marine models are from, like, 1995. I thought they did a whole bunch of new ones just last, like, a year ago, though, right? Didn't I thought those bikes were new, or did they just repackage them with bases? New bases. Like so, they redid the Oblitz. They redid um, the. They, they did added in you know some new shit with like the Venom Crawler and the Master of Possession. Um, but like almost all of their like core troops and the like other crazy shit are all old. Like Corn Berserkers are still like from the fucking nineties practically. Well, um, we'll get to that on the thread map. Noise Marines also, like yeah. Regular Chaos Space Marines, like that kid is old as fuck. No, there's new Chaos Space Marines. They came out in Shadow Spear. Uh, yeah, but you had to get Shadow Spear. Did they ever make that separate? Yeah, they, they yeah they have a full multi part kit now. All right, well fine. And then the Terminators are new too. They redid Terminators. They did redo the Terminators. I remember that. The Terminators look great. But like that line needs an inject. I mean, it's not as bad as like Craft World Eldar, but yeah. all right. Chaos Space Marines have some old ass shit models. They sure do. Uh, Chaos Knights is supposed to be coming, and apparently with a new knight variant along with the Codex. So maybe we'll see like a Chaos Knight kit with an actual like Chaos Gowan Cannon or Thermal Cannon. That'd be neat. I mean, they had it. It just wasn't in a specific Chaos <laughs> kit. I guess. Question yeah. mark. Uh, Craft Craft World Eldar. Um, so it's. Listed to be a massive but com- incomplete update of the Eldar. <laughs> um, so let me scroll back down here because I. So this is what we're seeing with the uh, what they're saying to look for with the Eldar leaks. Um, they're going to be combining Craft World, Unari, and Harlequins together into the Eldar book. We'd be finally be seeing a huge plastic uh, Craft World uh, or Avatar King. Which I think would be incredible, so I'm really hoping for that. I mean, it needs a new um, model. The Shining Spears and Warp Spiders will both get plastic um, Phoenix Lords, and Baharoth will also get a plastic model. Uh, plas- Warp Spiders and Sweeping Hawks will get plastic kits. Um, Shining Spears will get a dual kit with some Ranger bikes, with a new Ranger bike unit. Uh, battle versus- huh? Did you say a Phoenix Lord for the Warp Spiders? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, because the Warp Spiders and Shining Spears they haven't had it, uh, Phoenix Lords. Yeah. All right. Um, Battle Focus will return to like 7th edition where it's a D6 jump shoot jump. Uh, Harlequins can, will be able to fit multiple squads into a transport, which I'm curious to see how it's going to work, seeing as that their only transports hold like five or six guys. Unless they're going to be able to take, like, Babe Serpents now. I mean, it must be something like that. Or it's, uh, like, straight-up Gorka Morka style with as many players as you can fit on top. Right. Stay. Then anything that falls off dies. Um, they're a, a Miracle Dice-esque system. And this is my favorite part, because these are my favorite models from Eldar. Uh, all Wraith units become minus one damage. All right. That's fine. I think the Miracle Dice system... Uh, sounds the worst out of all of that. Like, not yeah. good. <laughs> I mean, 
it makes sense because you've got with far seers and stuff like that like i can see them doing something like that but yes i i don't know how great that's going to be i mean a way to invalidate a mechanic for another army exactly <laughs> um all right so back to the the quote quote roadmap right uh demons uh world eaters getting a book which would be cool so maybe engron would maybe. be cool um, Probably not it, run though, because they hate everyone and that wants Primarchs. True. Uh, Astra Militarum will release veteran Salcadians. Uh, two new plastic regiments are also in the works. Uh, Karzakins will get revisited. And a nice. new tank that's supposed to be similar to a Lehman Russ and a Baneblade. Or a mix between the two. I mean, that's what a Baneblade is already. Yeah, uh, I, I would be cool to see like the 30k like Macarius tanks or something like that get plastic. Mm. Uh, and there's one more, and this one got me really excited, and I really hope it's true. Uh, this list says looks to a squat release in plastic. No way. Yeah. Don't believe it. 100% like, disbelief. I, I am also 100% disbelief, but like, if they did that, shut up and take my money. <laughs> I mean, they made the squat model in Necromunda just to make people shut the fuck up. There's no way they're remaking the range. Yeah, but if they did. I mean, we could play the if game all day. True. Um, and the last thing I have from this is snippet of um, rules previews from the new the books for this box set, right? With the new codexes with the custodes and gene sealers. Um, so this is what I'm seeing, and I want your reaction to this, because even though you're playing orcs and successful orcs, I still think you're a custodies player mostly. Sure. Um, no more plus one to invulnerable saves, but the army gains a four-up field no pain against mortal wounds. Uh, most things gain a wound. Spears and axes become damage three, and the Mr. Cordy becomes damage two. Bob, can you imagine the bikes with D3 damage three spears? That sounds like a Nani the fuck moment. Uh witch seat the witch seeker or witch yeah, we have witch seekers, their flamers are AP1. So I'm guessing they're gonna put scissors or silence in that book. Uh army wide heroic intervention. That sounds gross. Uh a new new passive abilities, they refer to it as a sacred rights look alike. Oh. Uh the stratagems get toned down pretty significantly. And the another another new character that has a litany esque ability. I mean, if they tone down the stratagems, how the fuck do they survive? Especially without getting the plus one invuln. <laughs> I, you better take that that extra wound and go. I hope that's enough. <laughs> right? Because like um, the stratagems and the, the plus one invuln are the things that keep custodes alive right now in the current meta. Exactly. Uh, God. Uh, I was just saying yikes because if that's yeah. the case then they're making custodes more killy but less survivable which is like the exact opposite thing you want with an elite army exactly because it's going to be like alright well I have 10 models and they're all dead turn 2 so good game yeah. Um, and then this also works because your other another army that I've seen you play a lot is Gene Sealer Cult so um, I like this a lot um so it's a full rework on Cult Ambush. No more Ambush Markers. Uh, base Ambush is just a deep strike now, uh, but it can be modified with characters. Uh, perfect Ambush and Lying in Wait is now gone. Oh. Uh, Primuses let you uh, redeploy, or redeploy three units per game three inches closer. Okay. Uh, the Alphys gives concealed position to all Jackal units. Concealed positions? I think that's the scout move, like the scout deploy. Okay, sure. Um, the new saboteur allows a unit to deep strike within three inches of, the amp of an enemy with no charge afterwards, so I guess they get rid of the stratagem and replace it with that character. It's instead of CP? Okay, sure. Uh, the nexus can redeploy three units after the initiative roll, which, and that does allow you to put them in the deep strike. That's cool. Uh, this, I, this one, this is of like all the random things that get me excited. This one got me really excited. Uh, the patriarch 
pure changing sealers and the cult vehicles gain their cult creeds. Oh yeah, that's great. That makes a lot more sense because it was just yeah. fuck before. Uh, unquestioning loyalty now acts like the bodyguard rule. Oh god, that's gross. Uh, the Kellermorph's guns become AP2 base. Okay. Uh, rending claws um, become plus one strength and damage two to wound on six is a wound. Okay. Uh, pure strain gene stealers just become four attacks base. No more flurry of falls. So they just have four, four attacks no matter what. Sure. Uh, with with having the traits, that's even better, but okay. Yeah, right. Uh, Metamorph Friending Claws no longer rerolled a wound, but they are plus two strength and damage three or four. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Locust Stick negates charge bonuses in an aura. Okay. Uh, the Seismic Cannon becomes strength four, AP one, damage two, or strength seven, AP two, damage D3, or damage three. Sure. The Webbers become Flamers. I mean, they were supposed to be Flamers from the beginning, but because they were earlier. Um, the Metamorph Claws are the same profiles as Power Fist. Interesting. Uh, the Familiars give an ability and they add a weapon, but they are the models are just there as tokens now, so they don't actually like exist on the board. Um, and more shenanigans with using my familiar to be within combat range and fighting with my patriarch from like behind a unit, exactly. <laughs> um, and then aberrants become toughest five with three attacks, and the abominus game the abominant gains uh weapon skill two, toughest six, and it gets four attacks. I mean, as long as they don't nerf the stop sign and bring the points down, then sure, but uh, yeah, so. That's it for all the leaks that I really saw. Um, what do you think? Uh, I mean, Custodes, again, I have concerns. Gene Sealer Cult seems okay. Like, I actually really like the blip mechanic, so that going away would actually make me sad. If not just for the sheer fuckery of it, because I like fuckery. Yeah, but I think GW's kind of working away from that. Eh, yes and no. I think they're trying to, like, personalize the armies. And in a way, they're taking it away from GS, uh, GSC that way, I think. We will see, right? That's true. We will, we will see if blips are, do or do not survive. I'm very excited. One way or another, I'm going to probably start painting my Gene Killer Cult in a week or two. In a week or two. We'll see. Um, I start a new job two Mondays from now. Uh, I'm a government man now. Which is exciting, but I'd be I'm I will have my uh my weeknights free, so I'll be available to play games, uh, and I'll have lots of time to hobby. So I am really excited for that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm painting them up. I found my paint scheme. Um, they actually have a like canon, uh, Gene Stiller cult, uh, base that worships the High Fleet. I'm painting my Tyranids as uh Yormagunder called the Sons of Yormagunder, and they're actually pretty neat. They have a neat little lore. They're not super developed, but um, they look great, and I'm really excited to get started. Cool. Do they all come eat me, Daddy? Kind of. Um, <laughs> they, don't, they don't take over planets. They take over uh, space, like space stations, and they basically they just kind of spread around space stations to try to lower orbital defenses for the high fleet. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of neat. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and it's black and yellow, so I'm going to hate myself for painting it, but whatever. I can randomly just come up and say black and yellow, black and yellow. Sure. Sure thing, Liz. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that checks all of my boxes for things I wanted to go over with. James, anything else you want to touch on or other than I like punching planes? No. <laughs> um, well, cool. Um, I think we've been going for a while now. We definitely definitely have a good hour at least going on here. Um, so, Shane, thank you again for uh, you know, tuning in, hanging out, uh, sharing, the, uh, sharing your thoughts. Uh, not thank you for beating my ass with orcs. Um, and there's a top 
with his lights going on outside the window. That's neat. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for this edition or this episode of the Watts Hammer Watchcast. Take a look at our Facebook page. Uh, if there's ever anything that you want to hear, uh, please don't hesitate to put it up on the page. Um, I'm going to try to come up with uh, more and more things to talk about uh, so we can do try to keep you guys entertained. Uh, thank you guys once again for listening. Uh, my name is JC. And I'm still Shane. And we are out of here. Bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Watts Hammer Wattscast. I wanted to take a second to once again apologize for the wait. Um, we should be getting back on a much more normal recording schedule here now that things have settled down for me. Um, if you do listen to this and you've gotten to this part, I really appreciate you supporting the show. And once again, I would like to remind you that even though this is 100% my fault, uh, I still would invite you to blame Shane for this. Bye.